Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Last week, I talked about a concept of digital intimacy, and this was a fascinating topic for me, and I also heard from a lot of you who had experienced this as well. I wanted to deep dive into communication a little bit more because I don't think we could ever spend enough time talking about communication. No matter if you're looking to improve relationships with your clients, with your employees, with your partners, or just overall build community, you can always improve on your communication. I know I can. Last week, when we talked about digital intimacy, I talked about how I observed that a lot of people were able to share personal details about themselves or give really honest feedback, whether that was good, bad, happy, or sad, right or wrong, on text message or an email, but they were unable to give that same feedback to someone's face. Now, I don't have an intention of judging whether this is good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just something that I have observed. And we all know that technology is definitely having a big impact on our lives and impacting how we are in relationship with each other. But this is also having a huge impact on how we communicate with others. Now, let's dive in. Today, in our first segment, I'm going to talk specifically about nonverbal communication. In our second segment, I'm going to explain why it is so important for you as an entrepreneur. And then in our last segment, I'm going to give you four tips to help you focus on Mastering Nonverbal Communication. But first, I want to start with a story. Before we dive in, I have a huge shout out. I want to say hello to all my new friends at Salesforce here in Toronto. I had the chance to meet these amazing people last week and help them to christen their new meditation room in their office and we had a number of different sessions and workshops to test out the room to check out the meditation cushions and all the online app and all the different meditations and they had so many questions about meditation and about mindfulness and how to really improve themselves so I just wanted to say thank you guys for making me feel so welcome thank you for being so interested and attentive in meditation and I really really hope that you guys keep making use of that room and really build it into your daily practice and I am so grateful that more and more companies are really starting to see the benefit of meditation and also encouraging people to do it within the workplace it not only reduces stress we know that stress is related to 80% of all physical illnesses stress is a killer 
right? So the more you can meditate, the more you can be mindful, it is going to reduce the amount of stress that you have in your life. It's going to help you prevent illness. It helps you to be more creative and it helps you to be more productive. And it helps you to be more present, which helps you with communication, which is what I want to focus on today. But let's be honest, meditation is hard. It is really, really hard because we're not conditioned to be good at doing nothing, right? Our society tells us that we should be always focused on doing things, on investing our time into things where we get immediate benefits, like we can see the results of what we've done. This is Pavlovian, right? And meditation doesn't always give us immediate results. Sometimes I feel amazing and euphoric after a meditation and sometimes it's just neutral. So you don't always see the benefits immediately from the time that you invested in meditation, but they are always there. You are always receiving benefits. Now, the other reason why meditation is so hard is that we are conditioned to do, that taking action is the best way to spend our time. And if we can't see the fruits of our action, then our time is wasted. There's so many amazing things in our life that we experience that don't end up with tangible results, like our most amazing time with friends, with loved ones, with vacation, spending time in nature and really getting inspired. You know, I don't want to get too heavy into this metaphor, but how we focus on the negative space, that time in between activities, the time where we're doing nothing, the time where we are recuperating, This is the most valuable because in this negative space is the relationships and the interaction and the connection that we have with others. And this is very Eckhart Tolle kind of thinking, but we have to let go of focusing on just doing things that are giving us physical activity because the other things, the mindfulness, the meditation, the time that we spend just being is what we need more in life as a society. We need less doing and we need more being. And I love that meditation is a perfect way to lead into this topic of nonverbal communication today. Because one of the most important requirements for us to focus on nonverbal communication is to get out of our head and into our heart. See, communication is a perfect example of the doing culture, right? Of having to say words and fill up the space with specific thoughts and actions. Whereas nonverbal communication or using silence as a meta skill is a way to communicate in a different way, in a more powerful way. So let's dive right in, shall we? Have you ever heard that up to 80% of all communication is nonverbal? Seriously, up to 80% of communication is nonverbal. Now, it depends on the person, it depends on the scenario, but this is a lot. Do you ever stop and think about this? What does this really mean? Some of the methods of nonverbal communication include our body language, such as your posture. How are you holding your body? Are you standing up tall? Are you sitting up tall? Or are you slouching? Are you leaning over and 
holding up your head with your chin in your hand? What are the hand gestures that you're using? Whether or not you're making eye contact. Now it even includes whether or not you're smiling. And I have to say, just even bringing a smile to my face always helps me to be more positive and shift my energy. So never underestimate the power of a smile. And it takes less muscles in your face to smile than it does to frown. So I highly suggest that you opt in for smiling because, you know, hey, it's just more efficient, isn't it? And I want to dedicate this entire episode to nonverbal communication today because it's so important. And I have realized through a few recent conversations that I've had that many people aren't even aware of this type of communication. Think about it. When you focus on nonverbal communication, it's actually an entirely different conversation that's going on beneath the surface. Because here's the thing. Unfortunately, not everyone is fully conscious about what they really think or what they really feel. So sometimes people get distracted by their ego and they might say things out loud that they really do want to do, but deep inside their heart, they actually don't want to do it. They think they want to, but they don't actually want to. So if you pay attention to their body language, you might actually pick up on some of these physical cues like it might be a head nod or a hesitation or the tone of their voice or a hand gesture some sort of physical action that contradicts what their words are now I'm going to be honest with you as a coach it really blows my mind how many people are truly unaware of what they want they get distracted by That infamous sword fight between the head and the heart. They are both two completely different things and they often want different things. And they're very different messages. But which one do you listen to? Which one is right? The head or the heart? Which one will leave you without any regrets? Often when I see people off track and saying what they want out loud is different than what they truly want in their heart, I can tell because there's a disconnect with the body language, with their words. Their words might be saying yes, but the energy in their body is screaming no. They're not excited. They're not jazzed. There's this you know, tone of voice that is like, oh, I know I should really do this. And should is a dead giveaway. We know that a saboteur is usually lurking in the neighborhood or in the general vicinity when we use the word should. It's trying to bully us into doing something that we actually don't even want to do. So let's talk about why nonverbal communication is important to us as entrepreneurs. No matter what kind of business you are building, You need to focus on building strong relationships, right? Because relationships are the root of all business transactions. And that is a great tweetable. I'm going to say it again. Relationships are the root of all business transactions. And you might need to build relationships with your clients, maybe with your employees, maybe with your partners or with your community. And when you do, 
I want you to remember the importance of nonverbal communication because it can account for up to 80% of our communication. Now, there's two different ways that I want you to focus on this. First, in how you listen, and second, in how you speak. So let's start with the first way, how you listen. Ever hear that we were born with two ears and one mouth? I love this saying. Well, it's for good reason because it's true, right? And we need to focus more on listening than we do on speaking. Listening is an art. And I'm not just talking about being in the same room as someone. I'm not just talking about hearing the words that they say. I'm talking about hearing what they are trying to tell you. Now, this is actually sitting down and being fully present with someone and listening, here's a concept, at 100%. What does that mean? Listening at 100%. It means that you are giving them your full, undivided attention. You are listening with everything you've got. You're listening with your eyes, with your ears, with your body. You're 100% being present with them. Now, I know that I do this because I'm trained. As a coach, when I'm with my clients, I always listen at 100%. But I have to be honest, I don't always do this with all my other relationships. You know, our society programs us to think that we get extra gold stars if we multitask, right? The infamous multitasking gives us this sense that we are being more efficient, we're getting more done. So maybe checking our email while we're talking to somebody is going to help us out. And we kid ourselves when we think this, right? We kid ourselves if we think this is making us more efficient because we're not giving the person that we're with our undivided attention. We're not listening at 100% if we're checking email, right? And then the other side, we're not giving that person who we're emailing 100% of our attention either. Have you ever sent off an email and then as soon as you sent it, you thought, oh, I wish I would have also told them this. So then either you regret not telling them or you send a follow-up email and the whole thing just gets confusing. Well, this is because you weren't 100% present when you were communicating with them. So the first Thing that I want you to do this week. I'm going to give you some homework. I want you to practice and observe what is it like to listen at 100%. You can do this for face-to-face conversations. You can do it with video or when you're talking to somebody over the phone. Pay attention to that person. Watch their face gestures, their body language, or if you're on the phone, listen. Listen for the tone of their voice, for the pace of which they are speaking, to their intonations. Listen for hesitations. Listen to how someone speaks. There is so much rich information in there. So that's what I want you to focus on, listening at 100%. Now the second way that I want you to focus on nonverbal communication is in how you speak how you choose to communicate to others. Is this something that you ever have paid attention to in the past? Are you conscious of whether or not your body language is aligned with your words? 
Now, being present is really important. And I love that I talked earlier about meditation because when you meditate regularly, it helps you to be more grounded and to be more aware. Because a regular practice of meditation helps you make sure that your communication is aligned and present. You know, integrity and authenticity are two qualities that I hear most often that people admire in others. And when you listen at 100%, you speak in an aligned way and you listen in an aligned way to others because your words and your body language are completely in sync. This is how you communicate integrity and authenticity. In this segment, I want to share a couple tips to help you be more aligned in your communication. The first tip is to use your intuition. Get to that good old spidey sense. Often, I have people tell me that they met someone new or they had a meeting and this person that they were talking to was saying all the right things and making all the right moves, but there was just something about them that felt off or that they didn't like. Well, this is often your intuition that is screaming at you. Now, the good news is that your intuition is tuned to pick up all kinds of nonverbal communication and constantly collecting data about the person that you're interacting with. So trust your intuition. Your intuition will help you listen to that nonverbal communication. And we all have intuition, all of us. We just aren't all used to using it or trusting it. So tip number one, use your intuition. Tip number two, make eye contact. Now I remember years ago, the very first interview, the very first grown-up office interview that I had was for a high school co-op internship. Oh my gosh, more this is more than 25 years ago. And I was interviewing for an accounting internship. I know. Let's not talk about it. And after the interview, my boss gave me the feedback that I was distracted in the interview because I was looking all around the office instead of just making eye contact with him during the interview. And it was funny when he gave me this feedback, I didn't even register that I had done that. I wasn't even aware of that. So I'm very, very grateful that he told me that. And I remember that feedback to this day. He planted a seed with me as to how important this was. So I want to pass this along to you. Please make sure that you keep eye contact with people at all times. All right. So tip number two, make eye contact and hold the eye contact as much as you can. Tip number three, be consistent. Now you want to make sure that your verbal and your nonverbal communication are aligned. You want to make sure that you're saying the thing, the same thing. You're using the same language because this is how you let other people know that you're trustworthy, that you're consistent. So don't rely solely on just the words that you use to communicate what you want. I sometimes see people very, very focused on selecting that right word in the moment, but they're paying little to no attention to that rest of the 80% of their communication, right? What is their body saying? Remember the full package, that holistic communication. Words are only a part of the equation. 
You don't want to send mixed messages by saying one thing but showing another. So tip number three, be consistent. And tip number four, silence is okay. Now, I've observed that a lot of people are uncomfortable with silence and they try to fill up that silence with all kinds of words unnecessarily. They feel rushed to respond to a gap in conversation to fill it with a question or share what's on their mind or with all kinds of filler words like ums and ahs. But remember, you have many different ways to communicate. So if you need some processing time to think things over in your head, it's okay. Fill the gap with some body language. Use your nonverbals, right? Like a smile or just holding eye contact or nodding your head. Learn to be comfortable with the silence. Avoid those filler words, the jargon, the ums, the ahs. Filler words are harmful because what they do is they make you come across as less confident and really unsure about yourself, okay? So let's recap those four tips. Use your intuition, make eye contact, be consistent, and remember that silence is okay. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on nonverbal communication. And before I go, I want to make sure that you received my special invitation to Summit Retreat, which is happening November 28th to December 3rd in St. Lucia. This is going to be an incredible opportunity. So if you are looking to build out a different stream of revenue in your business, to create something that is new and do something that is more fulfilling, you can check out the full details online. Head to retreatu.co slash retreats. And also, the second announcement, we're really close to our milestone epic episode number 100. And I have something really special planned for you. So I'm going to surprise you with that in a couple episodes. And I think you're really going to love it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it. <laughs>